Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. We're talking Maniac, Made in Mexico, and BoJack Horseman, and honestly, so much more here on Netflix Picks. Join us right after this. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz <laughs> I love this song so much. It just makes me want to run. Doesn't it? It makes me want to right. jump. Just like, I oh, just want to jump. And we are playing this song for a reason, guys, and we'll get to that soon. But welcome back to Netflix Picks. We have been on a brief hiatus, but... We had to give you guys a chance to miss us, right? And so we definitely had some tweets and messages. So thank you guys for missing us so much. But we are back. Um, Ashley and Rick will be back later. But we are here. So thank you guys so much for joining us. I am Amy Cassandra Martinez, and I'm joined by two very lovely people. To my left, Mina Wahab. Hello. Hey, everyone. Super excited to be a guest on the show today. Yay. And Steve Kaufman. Thank you all so much for the tweets of support while I was away to watch my Philadelphia Eagles lose two weeks ago <laughs> and for a 95th birthday in Northern California last week. Wait, a 95th birthday? A 95th birthday, what, yes. What, uh, My girlfriend's great aunt. Oh my gosh. Oh, well, happy birthday to her. That's really, I didn't know that's, that. real, that's really the case that feels like I made it up. No, no, <laughs> we believe like you. Made up, specific. It sounds like a made-up relation, no but it's not. There's no way that you could make that up unless you were like a pathological liar because it was so specific. <laughs> no, we believe you. Um, so Mina will be in the chat today, so feel free to join us there. Uh, so let's just get started because there's a lot of stuff that we did watch the last like two weeks, but uh, yeah, let's just get into it with Netflix originals. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, so I watched this amazing show called Made in Mexico. Guys, it's crazy. Is that me? It is. Hi. Everything's <laughs> good now. Uh, yeah, Made in Mexico. So here's the deal. It's about um, socialites living in Mexico City, and it's just as wonderful as it sounds. I am not a huge reality show person, but this show just sucked me in. One of the trailers for the show said, uh, this one girl, she said, you know, people think that, you know, Mexicans are really, like, over the top, dramatic, feel a lot. And you know what? That's true. And that just, like, cracked me up. She's hilarious. Most of the show is in Spanish, but there are some chunks that are in English. Of course, they have subtitles. But I encourage people that are just interested in visiting Mexico City to watch it. Also, for people that want to practice their Spanish to watch it. Um, and yeah, it's just really cool. Have you guys heard of it? Because I saw it based off of what the recommendations mm. off the top. This this is completely outside my radar. That it's, yeah. it's <laughs> well, because I think it's a trifecta of a reality show and then a reality show not in a different language that Netflix probably wouldn't feed it to me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Pretty well. Wow, I didn't think of that. Like yeah. the, the Netflix kind of knows the user profile, and I, I I'm just not the type that would fit the user profile for any mm. reality show. Yeah. Let alone a reality show in a different from another country in a different language. Or partially in a different language. Did you know, pop up? I feel like it's it's something totally up my alley, but I only heard about it through you. Like, you're the reason why I know that this show exists. You're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. That's, but, like, that's what we're here for. A lot of what I watch on Netflix is usually very comedy-oriented or documentary-oriented. So mm. but I feel like it would have popped in there. I just, I never saw it on my, yeah. on my account, unless someone's hacking into my account. 
We're messing, watching you. Messing up my algorithm. <laughs> I mean, well, and that's interesting because, yeah, I don't really watch reality anything. So Netflix, you know what you're doing. And uh, you know also <laughs> what you were doing with uh, something that you watched, Mina. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mania. The, uh-huh. The Oof. reason for this song, guys, that we played earlier. Tell us about it. Okay, so Maniac is a show about two strangers that happen to sign up for this, like, pharmaceutical drug trial. It's very eerie. It's hard to explain unless you actually watch it. It stars Jonah Hill and Emma Stone. Such an amazing combination of talent. I mean, I know it's been since, what was that movie called? Superbad. Uh, Superbad. Oh my god! That's the combination of Superbad. Yeah. And this is nothing like Superbad. Like, this is, it's not really comedic. Not at all. It's so dark. If you guys have ever seen, like, Requiem for a Dream, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, like, Inception, like, you know those movies that make you feel really empty inside? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, those are very lovely. Yeah, no. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. That's how I feel watching this. It's so good. I watched the first episode and I was like, what is going on? Because it plays with this concept of like, reality what is real what isn't the protagonist jonah hill's character is said to be schizophrenic but we don't really know if he really is schizophrenic we don't know anything about this pharmaceutical trial so there are a lot of questions the thing that i'm kind of upset about is that i found out before even like binging the whole season i found out there isn't going to be a season two yeah and i was so upset because i'm like this is so good like am i going to be satisfied by the end of the last episode like am i going to feel like all my questions were answered like should i get invested (laughs) but i am going to be doing the after show for maniac here at after buzz tv so (laughs) when's that plug that? that in there um we're probably going to be shooting it uh, in two weeks. So not okay. this week, but next week we'll be figuring out a date and shooting it. It's going to be great. Um, but yeah, like this, it's a really good show. It's it's really eerie, really creepy, and you're not going to get better talent than than those two people. And the director is Kerry Fukunaga. Um, you might remember this person from True Detective. Uh, what else has he done? He's done a lot. Um, just wikipedia mm. guys yeah but like <laughs> jane Eyre, Ace um, of no nation this trail i remember this trailer came out a month or two ago and we were all a buzz mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it was one of those things that the trailer much like the th- much like this show is very just like experimental filmmaking mm-hmm. so much so that i had to google to find just the log line of like but, but what's the plot though yeah like y'all just like getting into these characters and their emotions know. and the shit but like but the like thing. the basic plot of like who are these people and why how are they in this weird room yeah. like that i does it do? I haven't seen it yet. Does it do a good job of explaining up top that these are two regular people who go, or two people that may or may not be regular who go into a pharmaceutical study? Because I, I don't, I need the context. Yeah. So it doesn't say if. So they're two strangers, right? They don't mm-hmm. know each other. Um, they're both there for different reasons. Like obviously to make money because yeah. they're low on cash or whatever it is. One of them is to I like totally relate. Yeah. I just it's it's a three day drug trial, and they're told that this drug trial will permanently solve all of their problems. 
um, with no complications or side effects. And basically, the logline, unfortunately, things don't go as planned. That's a trap, y'all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, don't That's, do that. <laughs> like, don't sign up for a pharmaceutical drug trial. I've been on, uh-uh. I've been on Craigslist Mm-mm. since I was 19. That's a trap. I seen that ad. I mean, hey. I didn't click it. We could talk about the show forever, but I really want to watch it. Yes. Because now that, I mean, I was interested before, but now I'm really like, yes. But another show that uh, you guys will know that you, Steve, saw mm-hmm. was BoJack Horseman. BoJack That's Horseman, it. it is on, I believe it's fifth season. Oh, wow. And I want to say it took that long for it to lose any steam at all. Good for them. And it, right? like, and by that, like, it had been running on all cylinders until this season, and it maybe lost 10% capacity for this season, which is just oh. incredible. The sh- because this show is still really good. The characters are really solid. The j- the jokes are really sharp. I don't. Know, I just walked away from this season above all the other ones, feeling like there was a bit more plot than the the previous seasons, which were all very character, character, character. Like this is more like, well, what are we doing? What's everything like? Then that's the way it ended. However, it's a full on recommend from me. Oh, good. From this series, I want this series to run forever. Um, I believe Comedy Central just started syndicating it. Because mm-hmm. they're they're at that many epi- like they're around fifty or sixty episodes that you don't get syndicated on regular television, but a show like that won't get syndicated on regular television anyway. So Comedy Central picked it up. So it's I think it's like weekdays on Comedy Central now. So Whoa. this show is amazing. That's also for a business standpoint a really cool thing that a Netflix animation, meaning a thing that's on your phone all the time whenever mm-hmm. you want it, is also running on Comedy Central with ads. So yeah. I'm really curious to see how that'll work. Yeah. yeah. How and that'll the work out. How must be so great and like widespread mm-hmm. that they're like there's going to be a demand for this even on network television. Yeah, that, or like well cable television that like even people even people who are watching Comedy Central on a random afternoon mm-hmm. might not have seen this show on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. It sounds like it's not a piece of crap unlike American Vandal season two? What? <laughs> what? What with the what? puns? What? I was really trying hard for that Come one. Come on with the puns. That was amazing. Thank you. Have you seen Thank the you. whole series? Or the season? Nope. Nope. Oof. But I know the gist of the first season, and I certainly oh, know the gist of the second season. Tell us about it. Oof. American <laughs> Vandal season two. First off, um, I'm probably on record on this show claiming that American Vandal season one was a comedy. I was actually- Check the tapes. I was a little reductive for saying that. This is a parody. This is okay. a satire. Mm-hmm. It happens to be very, very funny, and the jokes are very, very sharp. But to be funny is not its first goal. Its first goal is to be a satire on culture, which, yes, I'm talking about the same show about who drew the dicks, which is what I find so incredible about <laughs> American Vandal. That's within the context of yeah. everything we're talking yes, about. Yes, it's we, fine. We, don't, we didn't earn an explicit here. tag there. It's fine. But, God, th- this... Just every twist, every turn, every every minor detail, every major detail, and all the poop in American Vandal <laughs> season two led to just such a really good crescendo at the end that like I I never thought I'd be recommending such a thing so wholeheartedly. But it it's it speaks to your culture in a way only a satire can. Because at a certain point, like everyone claims SNL is satire when it's in reality it's comedy. It's comedy and it's real life, but like, so like but it's comedy, but it's comedy. So at the end of the day, um, Tina Fey was never going to go so far with her Sarah Palin impression that it would be satire. Because at a certain point, Sarah Palin's going to show up, and then it's just going to be, oh, we're making jokes. South Park is actually satire. American Vandal is actually satire, and I'm just really excited for season three. I'm really excited where it goes. I'm excited for everything, 
And honestly, jump in my mentions if you have questions, comments, concerns about the ending of this season because it's so amazing. That sounds great. I mean, hey, I might give it a shot. Mina, have you seen it? I haven't seen it at all. And I'm just like, wow, there's so many shows I have to catch up on. I know. But you know what? You did catch up on Atypical. I did catch up on Atypical. First of all, I love season one. So if you haven't seen season one, watch it. And... I feel like I'm kind of going to spoil it, but season one Oh my god, well wait. Okay, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> like, going to spoil, spoil it. Okay, okay. okay. All right, if, you have, if you have not seen season one, um, go watch season one. This is like one of the most bingeable shows because it's comedy. Each episode is only 30 minutes. And, oh, nice. And season one ends on a note where we figure out that the mom has done something that kind of ruins the whole family. So season two starts out like... What are the ramifications of the mom's actions? The family is kind of in a different place now, Mm -hmm. psychologically. Um, First of all, the daughter is in a new school. I don't know how much I can say without ruining it. I mean, that's that's plenty. The fact that you said it was bingeable and it's 30 minutes and you love it, I'm already like, "Mm, and it's so good. And uh, for those of you who don't even know what it's about at all, um, the show Atypical centers around... uh, a protagonist who has autism and it's really funny but also at the same time there are parts that are kind of like sad and you feel empathy for this character but they do it in a way that's just so well done where you see his interaction with friends you can understand what he's going through he doesn't really understand social cues in the same way everyone else does but it's just done in, in such a way where there's great comedic timing the characters are multi-dimensional um the storyline is just great. Like, I'm so excited about this show, and I just couldn't stop watching And I think I'm on, like, episode seven now for season two, because it's just so freaking good. You just can't stop once you start. Well, I love I love <laughs> hearing that there's so many good things out on uh, Netflix, and it's specifically just originals that we've just covered. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we move on, we do have a little word by our very own Steve Kaufman. Yes, you do. Hey, After Buzzers. Our network produces after shows for nearly all of your favorite television shows from dramas, reality television, sci-fi, and more. There is no network that works harder to serve television fans, but we need your help. We are asking you to please subscribe to one or more of our YouTube channels. By subscribing to our channels, YouTube will suggest content that is tailor-made for you, and it will help AfterBuzz TV continue to grow. Example, if you hate sci-fi, don't subscribe to our sci-fi <laughs> channel. But if you love reality TV... Do subscribe to our reality TV channel. Mm-hmm. We'll If you'll subscribe to all of them, we'll take all of them. But subscribe to what you're actually into. We're here in the mothership, youtube.com slash AfterBuzzTV. Mm-hmm. Here is where you'll find shows like Netflix Picks, like... Mm, mini Spotlights. Like Mini Spotlight, mm-hmm. Like very much pop culture driven... I was about to say narrow, but it's all narrow. It's pop culture driven stuff. You can tell I'm off script. It's like, I'm freeballing. I'll get back. But if you're worried about pesky notifications, don't because they are optional. So hit the subscribe button now for this channel and check out AfterBuzz TV, all the other AfterBuzz TV YouTube channels as well. Let us know you did in the comments and we will thank you on air. For now, thank you for being the best fans and for helping us be the ESPN of TV talk. Yay! I was trying to explain algorithms in the it's midst a of lot. a live read. It was it it's was what lot. it was. But you know what's fantastic is that here at AfterBuzz, we really do cater to you guys. And you can listen to us as well as watch us. So you can listen to us on iTunes. So make sure that when you do, you give us five stars. Because yes. that would mean a lot to us, really, truly. And uh, if you leave a comment there, we will also give you a shout out on here. Correct. Which you would also be able to hear. If that makes sense. And awesome. thank you so much to the people who have yes. already given us yes. shout outs. In the live chat, we have um, 
Brad saying, glad the show is back. Making a Murderer Part 2 is coming out October 19th. Yes, He seems yeah. to be excited about that. Yep. And then we have the Mickey M. Amy! Hi! <laughs> <laughs> um, and then he also said, American Vandal is some of the best TV ever. Right? So, I mean... We have two two testimonials now. Like, testimonials now. But Bojack Horseman and American Vandal is some of the best television on television, and they dropped in the same... They dropped in the same weekend. It was really okay. difficult because I was I had other stuff to go I had other stuff to do that weekend, guys. See, we've been talking a lot about shows, but going into non Netflix releases, I caught a beautiful movie that I have seen before, but I still love it, and it's called Two Weeks Notice. Yes, oh it's so good, and I really appreciate that Netflix put such beautiful, beautiful um, content on our screens. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's Sandra Bullock. Hugh Grant, what, early 2000s, they two don't weeks notice. make, like, romances like this I anymore. I keep saying it. Like, I just I went know. to one of those outdoor movies, this outdoor cinema club thing, yeah. Montel- and I saw Practical Mont- Magic with... Oh, yes. Is this the Montalbaum one with the headphones? Uh, no, no, no. Okay. Not that one. It's the one where you just, like, you have, like, a picnic, oh, and you go yeah. in the grass, and it's really nice, and Griffith Observatory, oh. but I'm just, like, Sandra Bullock can do no wrong. I'm so glad Netflix brought her on for two weeks' notice. I think they should definitely have, like, a whole category of just Sandra Bullock movies. That, that would be amazing. Right? We would <laughs> totally would, be here for that it. That would get so many Netflix subscribers. I mean, Speed. Hold what, on. The Lake House. Speed 2 Cruise Control. No, I'm kidding. Okay, we Let tried me. to pretend That's, that one didn't happen. But, yeah, no, no. Um, yeah, Practical Magic. Heck, why Miss not? Miss Congeniality. Ah, uh, not the second one. The just first one. the first one. one. The Sequels, first one. you know... Very, very tricky. But, yeah, I really highly recommend Two Weeks Notice. If you've never seen it, it's fantastic. Very sweet. Very cute. Uh, Designated Survivor, though. Steve, you saw that one, and that's also a non-Netflix release. It is a non-Netflix release, although season three will be a Netflix release. It was an ABC show two seasons ago that... Well, honestly, I'm specifically talking about season one, which I think is absolutely worth watching. And the the conceit of the show, it happens in the pilot and in the trailer for the pilot, so I'm not spoiling anything. It's a long-held constitutional thing that, at a State of the Union, the President, the Vice President, Congress, Senate, and the Supreme Court are all in one building. So in order to do, in order for that, in order for the chain of command to still happen, they have to designate one person to not be in that building. Mm-hmm. In the event that building blows up, that person becomes President. Thunder we Bill. follow... Um, Jack Bauer, what's that actor's name? Mm-hmm. No one's got me. You know Jack Bauer. Yes, yeah. Jack. That's his name. You follow President Jack Bauer. <laughs> no, he's he is a HUD secretary who is about to be fired by that president because historically, Kiefer Sutherland. Yes, I was going to get there because <laughs> um, historically, what happens is that that person is the person you're about to be fired. Like, that's the low man on the totem pole that you don't want seen with the president at the State of the Union. Mm-hmm. So he was a HUD secretary that was about to be fired, and then they blew up the whole government. And then he's immediately sworn in at as the Constitution states. So it's him and then the governors, and the governors are the, essentially the presidents of states. Mm-hmm. So... He has to deal with all the governors, and he also, like, the FBI is uncovering the plot over who blew up the Capitol building with everyone in it. Season one is incredible, and it's especially interesting because season one happened during a presidential election. It also happened, I think, through three showrunners, multiple writers, such turmoil that they came out with something that was still good. Season two, I'm, 
I'm not going to say it's watchable. And then I, so mm-hmm. I can't speak on whether they were headed in a direction that deserves a season three. But Netflix decided they did deserve a season three. I'm, as you can tell by how I described this, really into, like, minutia of politics. Mm-hmm. But also the kind of action you'll get with something with Kiefer Sutherland. Mm-hmm. So I really enjoyed season one of the show. And it's worth mentioning now that it's something you can start picking up and enjoying. Because season three, Netflix bought it. Well, and honestly, speaking of something that you can, like, pick up and maybe re-pick up, we're going to start talking about hidden gems and revisited things. I have two, which I'm super pumped about, because the first one is The Good Place. Ooh, I love The Good Place. Okay, so I started watching the pilot forever ago, and it was cute, it was nice, and then I think I even maybe saw the second episode, and then I just kind of got sidetracked, and I never got back to it until today. No, not today. A few days ago. And it was really good! Are you three season one? No, I mean, like, bro, I've I've seen a lot of other things. It's okay. one of those that you <laughs> I'm just easy watch, easy. Uh, Kristen Bell's. I mean, I mean, come on, Kristen Bell, Veronica Mars. Uh, yeah, it's really easy, and it's something to just kind of like put on and feel good. So I really like that one. Mina, have you seen The Good Place? I haven't, but I've heard so many good things about it. But I haven't had a chance to watch it. It's really good. I forking love The Good Place. Oh, you were waiting for that. All day. All Um, day. um, Season three or four. (laughs) What just dropped on NBC right now? I believe it was... No, season three just started on NBC this week. So season one and season two are are on Netflix currently. So honestly, like we could just like binge them. You could be caught up. You could be caught up by next Thursday and then watch season three, episode two. I feel like you're saying this as a challenge, and I'm not really going to accept it because... I think you might... Uh, no. No. <laughs> no, because there's a lot of stuff that... Fair. It's so good, but it's one of those good places, one that I want to just, like, take my time with, you know? It's just a nice little thing. Um, I did watch Set It Up that Rick has talked about <laughs> numerous times, and then Ashley has seen... And Steve, have you seen it? I have seen. You saw- I have seen set it up. See, so I was the last one. Yes. Okay. Mina, have you seen I it? I haven't. I'm just okay. like, yes! there's, there's fine. so it's many fine. that I'm okay. like, no, this so is behind great. on. Because not only do we have Netflix, we have so many different streaming locations. Yeah. Like there's so much oh, to keep great up too. with. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is one that you definitely should watch. You said that you were craving that kind of like rom com mm-hmm. you know, like good quality kind of content. This is it. Yeah. Set it up is so stinking cute. I you love, guys were right. I love those those leads though. Like they're so funny. Yeah, and they're good at charismatic. They're yeah. it's fantastic. It's better than I expected. This could have easily gone south and could have been way too cheesy, and it wasn't for my taste. Was Steve? I've already voiced my opinion on how I didn't I like set it up. I also didn't think. Uh, my issue was the characters professionally didn't make any sense because instead of Why? instead of taking a traditional route to success in either of their fields, um, the plot of this is that they're both assistants to people that they who have careers they ultimately want, and then um, they're ridiculed. The, the careers they ultimately want to mirror. Neither of them want to be assistants forever, and there's a clear that? there's a clear structure that. But they're a career assistants. That's a job. Yeah, some people so, like. And, like, my issue and something I've learned through my life professionally is that someone might not respect you if you become indispensable as their assistant. Because mm-hmm. if you become indispensable as someone's assistant, they'll do everything they can to keep you as their assistant, including lie to you, including yeah. string you along, including some terrible things. Well, I and, mean, it just sounds like you really felt a lot of things for this show that I think 
that was maybe part of their point. Well, no, and my, so they succeeded. No, I, my issue, and this isn't a spoiler because like, there's yeah. so much else goes on. They don't. They get a comeuppance without realizing they should have just joined the corporate ladder and. He should have been. He should have been those junior executives that were laughing at him when he was getting coffee. Yeah. Instead of getting coffee, because if you get coffee, people will always see you as the person who gets coffee versus yeah. a junior, like just a hungry junior executive. But, How do you break know. out of that though? You, because you have you life advice, you career advice. Yeah. You don't take the assistant job. You you find a self sufficient. You find a self sufficient job outside of your career if your career is such that you can't afford mm-hmm. to live. Mm-hmm. If we're if you want the career advice, that's. Whether that's folding, whether that's selling T-shirts or investing in Bitcoin or whatever will get you, Are whatever you will get you the next step. From personal, no, I I avoided Bitcoin like the plague because okay. I didn't get it. Oh, I still I, don't, I, don't, I still don't, don't I still don't get it. It's not a currency. That's a different see, podcast. But what's nice about this movie though <laughs> is that it's sweet and it's not super super focused on the career part, which I see what you mean. Mm. But it's cute. Mm-hmm. It is so stinking cute. And if you don't, like, focus too much on, you know, like, oh, my gosh, my career. Like, you start reevaluating everything you've ever done as far as, like, your career goes, you'll really enjoy it. It seems like <laughs> the career really? is just what brought them together. It was just the premise. They don't really focus too much on it, right? Like, it's it's part of it. It's a big part it's of it. A, oh, it is? It's okay. a really big part of it. And then it <laughs> but it's also central to their characters and yeah. the characters' flaws. And I guess my issue was that it was – they were dancing around the idea of both the, both – why they're not in relationships and why they why they're assistants versus just junior executives. Mm-hmm. They were dancing on the fact that their character that's the same flaw, just mm-hmm. two different things, and they danced around it and then didn't do it. Well, hey, that's I don't know. That's a I, it's it's a deep writer note, I guess. And you know what? We can get your opinions on it, Mina. Next time you're here, <laughs> you can tell us what you think, I'm and gonna, you guys too. Well, that, that's not a huge sell on me to watch it, right? No, now. but ignore <laughs> what Steve said. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. It was, no, it was really cute. I, still, but I love romances, so I'm yeah. gonna still check it out. Uh, I wouldn't say that this next film, uh, Steve, that you saw is necessarily a romance, but it's fun. It's um, just quickly tell us about it. It's everything you'd ever want. It <laughs> okay. is Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Yeah. Um, I have a theory that I constantly try out here, which is they get a huge. They spend a lot of money on a title, and then they spend a little bit of money to get other titles that feature people in those titles. Arrested Development is a great example. They okay. spent a lot of money to get Arrested Development on mm-hmm. the platform. Michael Sarah is in Arrested Development, and if you don't believe me, he is. I love him in Arrested Development. That was like, but I feel like okay, I feel like he's always been typecast for that clueless, yeah. adorable mm-hmm. role. But in Arrested Development, it works so well. It's literally one of my favorite comedies ever. And I so will, well but I will point out that if you look for Michael Sarah on Netflix, you get Arrested Development, Wet Hot American Summer, Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist, oh, Year One, I love Nick and, and Scott Infinite Pilgrim vs. the World. Scott Pilgrim vs. the World is everything at once. That's what people hated and loved about it at the same time. It's very intricate. It's by Edgar Wright, who directed an unknown percentage of the first Ant-Man movie before they <laughs> fired and brought in somebody else. Yeah. It's really good for anyone who's a comic book fan. It's very well done. And if you you don't realize that Scott Pilgrim's wrong in the movie, then you're you're not woke. No, I, <laughs> it's I not mean, that bad. But like he, there is a certain toxic masculinity mm-hmm. to him, but that's ultimately flipped. That if you rewatch it yeah. in today's time, it's still a very woke movie. You just don't realize you don't realize that the protagonist was. You just realize the protagonist was imperfect. Yeah, I mean, well, and yeah, 
I mean, I think it's definitely one that I saw back in college, so I would love mm-hmm. to watch it again mm-hmm. to see because, yeah, it does have, like, the comic book-ness. Also, it has Captain it. America, just not Captain America. It has Chris... <gasps> Chris Evans oh! is in... Chris Evans yes! is in this movie. Mary, Mary Elizabeth Winstead is in this movie. Um, yeah. I've seen parts of it out of order. So, like, I've seen a lot you of the movie, to, just this, not in order. This movie in order is... And it's also a very true-to-form comic book adaptation. Mm-hmm. Like, sometime, like, frame-by-frame, pain-by-pain true-to-form comic book adaptation from the comic book Scott Pilgrim vs. the World to the actual film. It got panned real fast, and I don't know why. I mean, yeah. That's definitely one that you watch again if you haven't seen it. Watch it for the first time if you haven't seen it. Um, But now we're going to move on to Netflix news. And I (laughs) honestly, I hate that I'm having to say this, but Insatiable has been renewed for a second season. So here we are. This is the society that we live in. Uh, But... Maybe they just feel like they have more to say, and I understand that they had a lot of, you know, everyone involved in Insatiable had a lot to say about, you know, just defending it and saying that, like, this is not necessarily something that we agree with, but this is kind of like turning a face or turning a mirror to the Mm. world, right? Yeah. Um, So. I, to play counterpoint, because so many people are kind of, have been dunking on Insatiable for weeks. Yes, we have. my, My first issue is a lot of people had a lot to say about a whole series having only seen a trailer. I saw that I saw the trailer and was like, "Oh, this looks like a thrown together teen rom-com that's also in today's times that's also a TV series." Every review I've read about Insatiable, the fact that it was probably fat shaming wasn't even in the top 10 reasons it wasn't a good show. Yeah, like when when I talked about it a few weeks ago, um quickly when the whole the pilot alone just like hurts your soul mm. because it's so tone deaf and awful. But I'm not going to sit here and say, like, don't ever watch it, which I have said, because <laughs> I don't think you should watch it, but I think you should watch it if you want to have a say. So if, I don't know, Mina, if you've seen Insatiable. I've seen only the trailer. Okay. Yeah. Watch it and try to, you know, like, I don't know, watch it and have your own opinion about it because for some reason Netflix wants to bring back insatiable well, and, and say also, more it's because so. it caused so much controversy that it's like people are going to want to tune into it maybe well, well also there are a lot of people on the internet claiming it was terrible and it's bad and it's this and it's that still want to watch it but though. that's that's a public sentiment mm-hmm. netflix actually knows who was what like what type Wait, of user yeah. profile was watching it and enough of that type of user profile watched it that they wanted to do it again mm-hmm. that's all they really care about and if you don't believe me, 13 Reasons Why it has a third season. Thank so you for that. So there are worse yeah. things on Netflix. Well, I mean, we're, just, we're already talking about 13 Seasons Why. 13 Seasons. Oh, God. <laughs> 13 Reasons Why. Uh, Put it out yeah. into the universe, Amy. <laughs> no, not 13. That's a lot. Uh, but yes, Catherine Langford, who is the main character of 13 Reasons Why, she is going to be the lead in a new Netflix series called Cursed. So this is from Frank Miller. He will be... Uh, you know, in charge of it. So I'm curious because I think Catherine Langford is freaking amazing, and I'm glad that Netflix is giving her another um, kind of platform mm-hmm. to really excel. She's amazing. I think everyone on that show, I think everyone on 13 Reasons Why is an amazing yeah. performer. I yeah. just, just, I was about to say philosophically, but really medically disagree with that show. And I mean medically, like medical professionals, like professional psychologists mm-hmm. have said this show is harmful. Isn't that crazy, like, though? We, like, we have, like, two shows that are just so controversial, but when I feel like when we say controversial, at least it's getting people to talk about it, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's better to talk about it and have feelings about it than just to be like, well, let's just push it aside. Yeah. So that's good. What I love about it, I know a lot of people said that 
13 Reasons Why Glorifies Suicide, but I love that exactly what you're saying. It brought this conversation about teen suicide to the forefront of our discussion. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really important, yeah. is the fact that so many people who are young are thinking about taking away their lives, and that's something that needs to be talked about, not mm-hmm. stigmatized. And I think the show kind of does a good job of at least making it a conversation topic. Well, and I mean... So we just talked about everything you can find. <laughs> now let's talk about what you will be able to find starting tomorrow, what? which is basically October. What? This is insane. Oh I, my I God. mean, I, I literally am wearing boots because I'm like, it's basically fall, which it is. It is it's, fall. It's it been is pumpkin officially spi- fall. It's been pumpkin spice season since September 1st. <laughs> hey. <laughs> so, okay, here are the top five releases coming out this week. This first one is Big Mouth season two. I saw a good chunk of episodes from the first season of Big Mouth, and it's it's a fun watch. I would say do not watch with your children. Do not watch with your little sister or brother um, or, you know, brother, like baby brother. Don't. Don't. Uh, but it's fun. It is fun, and it's kind of like, whoa. Mm. Have you guys... I'm, say, nope. I I'm, love Nick Kroll, but I haven't seen it. I'm familiar. And I know I have to see it if I like Nick Kroll. I'm familiar. I haven't seen it, though. So watch it. Watch season one. Then now you can watch season two on October 5th. Next, we've got Creeped Out. I mean, we're already basically in October, so that means a lot of very spooky um, shows and movies, and Netflix is jumping right on that. This is basically, it's a bunch of stories um, in like in this movie, if that makes sense. So it's kind of mm. like Trick or Treat. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen Trick or Treat. Think of it like, um, what? Valentine's Day. We were talking about this, but it's yes. not really. Like, there's you know, a million different stories, and it all yes. intersects. Well, like, I don't think they're going to intersect. It's because if they intersect, it's it would be comparable yeah. to Slacker, the Linklater film uh, from the '90s. That like the idea that they all intersect. Yeah, according to IMDb, they don't. No, inter- okay, they don't. They're different stories set in a different place and time, um, with characters exploring their way through the unexplained. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I'm excited. What? Mm-mm. No? I don't I'm, do horror. It's okay. Ashley do doesn't either. I not do horror. I'm, I'm interested. The, this, yeah. This, this, this strikes me as Black Mirror-y, but yeah. in one project. I'll yeah. give it a chance. Yeah. I mean, is it a psychological thriller or is it horror? I'm... We'll have to see to find out. Okay, well, it's I shouldn't tell horror. me because I'm but, not going to watch horror. <laughs> Get Out finally made a good horror film for our time that we realized there are like... See, that's not six, horror. Yeah, there are like six types of horror. It's a suspense film. What do you suspense guys falls think? under horror. I don't that think horror is, is one definitely genre. definitely social commentary psychological thriller more than it is horror. Because there's not a lot of jump scares in it. Horror is a... You think it's like an overarching? I think genre? horror is an umbrella. I don't okay. think there's one horror film. I think there, I think horror is like comedy. There are seven comedies. There are like fifteen horror films. Well, horror okay. genres. If you guys don't want something scary, here's this next thing that is not scary at all. It's actually a TV miniseries, and it's about uh, it's a web series about the sweet little moments experienced by a young couple in their everyday life. Isn't that beautiful? It looks so cute. Just the like, right? just that picture alone. I'm like, oh, I need to watch this. Yeah. So, Mina, you can watch that one. Yeah. We'll watch Creeped Out, and we'll be creeped out by it. And we'll relay the exactly info back to each other. And we'll also watch Malevolent. Uh, this one's terrifying. Mm. It's October fifth. It's called. Mm. Well, it's about a brother sister team who fake who fake. You heard that right. Paranormal encounters for cash. And they get more than they bargain for when a job at a haunted estate turns very, very real. I love that line. <laughs> I like that concept. That's exciting. Yeah, yeah. And then lastly, Private Life. This one's intense, but it's uh, with Catherine Hahn, Paul Giamatti, Molly Shannon. Those are very big names. And it's about an author 
Catherine Hahn, who's undergoing multiple fertility therapies to get pregnant. And she puts her, putting her relationship with her husband, Paul Giamatti, on edge. It's more, it's a drama. So, but I'm curious to see these big names on Netflix because I always mm. think that that's something enjoyable for us to watch. Um, maybe not all the time, you know, there was a whole Will Smith thing that we try not to talk about too much. <laughs> but hey, there's hope. There's hope. So, what do you guys think? What are you most excited to see coming um, up in October? But I know oof. it's very terrifying. Oof. In all of October, I'm... The one that you just mentioned, the the romantic one. Little things. Yeah. Little things. Yeah. Um, creeped out? I think creeped out, Creeped yeah. out. Yeah. Creeped out. I'm, I'm most intrigued by creeped out. What about you, Amy? Yes. All of the above. <laughs> I don't know. There's a, lot, there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of movies coming to Netflix. So let us know what you guys are watching, are currently watching, will be watching all in the comments down below. And where can everyone find you guys on social media? Hey everyone, I'm Mina. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, all things social media at Mina Makes Magic. And I'm Steve Kaufman. You can find me on Twitter almost exclusively at Steve Kaufman. That is K-A-U-F-M-A-N-N. And you guys can find me on all social media at Amy Cassandra MTZ. And feel free to join us next week as we talk about more Netflix things. Bye! Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and me, Maria Menounos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.